and welcome to the Eminem podcast. I'm Emma and I'm Mizzy. And today we are going to be talking the politics of Christmas present buying. Yeah. Very succinct title. Yeah, it's not really all that political, but I think it's a fun topic a bit about sort of um the sustainability aspect amongst other things. I'm excited to dive into that. But yeah. of course, before then we're going to be doing what we've been watching and that <laughs> do you want to go first sure i've got uh i think i've got maybe four things yeah i'm excited to talk about it first thing i want to talk about you talked about last week but i realized we didn't actually touch talk much about it because we ended up on a tangent on love actually so maybe we'll have a further chat about it this week and Wait, what? <laughs> what i'm actually talking about <laughs> is the queen's gambit oh yeah yeah because literally when i looked back at the recording or when i listened back to it all we actually talked about was not the queen's gambit but love actually <laughs> it was just a huge sidetrack but yeah pretty fair enough though i think but yeah but <laughs> oh my christ so good isn't it so good <laughs> the uh, probably the best thing i have seen this year for definite ever maybe <laughs> i was obsessed yeah i loved beth yeah i loved her character mm. she was like tough but also soft <laughs> also sassy i loved it all i loved the aesthetic of the whole show incredible all the mm. characters were fun and like quirky but then real it, it was that amazing mix of like really like raw drama and like tense moments but then the actual lifelikeness of like a kind of surreal story though like yes it was weirdly surreal at the same time well ob- there were parts of it that were meant to be surreal but then yeah even as much as the real life drama felt unworldly mm. I, d- I just don't think I've ever seen anything like it. The high stakes it. world of chess. Who would have yeah. thought? But I thought it was insane. I... I'm glad you liked it. I've yeah. heard a lot about it being like, I think it might be Netflix's most watched show within 28 days or something like that. So it's like the most successful limited series ever. Yeah, I love the um, the limited series. I don't know the yeah. platform of whatever. I think it it works Having so well. Said for that, that though. I've heard them saying something like, like they did an interview with Anya Taylor Joy, who plays the main character, and she said something about she'd be happy to come back for another season. But I'm like, it's limited. <laughs> How yeah, will you do that? Yeah, I think they need that? to, like, 100% go into things with the idea of them not being continued. Yeah. I think that is, like, a really important decision that should be made because I think that as a standalone series was just impeccable. Yeah. If just they did another kiss. series, I don't think would work no because yeah it was so much of like obviously we followed her through like very early teenage years to young adult and like where would you go from that would you do that same amount of fast yeah and also timing or like i don't i couldn't see it the whole thing was about her becoming like a chess champion and now she's done that so where'd you go from there yeah it would only be like I, c- I could only see them doing like a potential downfall, but then they already touched on that in the first yeah. one. I just feel like they should leave it alone. Yeah, same. So if I hear about a second series, I'm gonna 
I'll definitely protest. watch it, but <laughs> I will yeah, be mad about it. I will be there day one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm very glad you recommended it, Lizzie. And I, I would recommend it to literally anybody. Because mm. I feel like every single person would enjoy it. It's not... It's very inclusive of a lot of different genres, sort of. I don't know. It's just very easy to enjoy. Yeah. I Great agree. soundtrack as well. Yeah. Yeah. All round, not to be missed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what have you been watching, Missy? Um, I've started on the Christmas films already. Ooh. Okay. I, I'm ready for some recommendations because I want to go heavy into Christmas films well, this year. Yeah, we've like curated a massive list of films because I always watch the same ones every year. I watch Love Actually and I watch Elf. And I watched The Grinch, probably. And then... I don't even... I can't even think what else, but... Those are the ones I watch and repeat. But now, mm. this time, we're watching... Branching obviously, out. the ones that we like and we want to watch again, but also new ones. So, I'd never seen Home Alone. And I know that's controversial, but... I hadn't. Do you know what? I haven't seen the first Home Alone, for sure, in a very, very long time. Because they're not on any streaming platforms. It's really no. hard to find home alone mm. well i find the missing boy on, um this thing called box of broadcast which is a, sh- a student thing where you oh. just put in your institution and then you have your uni login or whatever and you get it records stuff off the tv basically oh, so it's like you have to good. skip through the adverts but like you know that's yeah, that like, adds to it a bit yeah it does I, lo- I kind of love adverts especially if they're old yeah exactly and you get to watch them from like 50 years ago. not 50 no nice. 50 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched Home Alone. Loved it. I, I, for some reason, I thought I wouldn't like it. That's why I probably haven't watched it. Like, I think I'd maybe seen bits of it, and I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to watch this. But, <laughs> but no. Too mainstream. <laughs> it was great. He's so fucking cute. <laughs> and, yeah, no, it was funny, and it was heartwarming and sad <laughs> and funny <laughs> and you know i don't know it was good um so i'm gonna watch the other ones as well they're on the list yeah i've more recently definitely what have i just said more recently seen the second one but bits of it on tv and because that one's set in new york i think that also yeah. has like a a definite crimber vibe um so maybe you'll yeah because enjoy this that even Chicago. further yeah for sure Chicago. Yeah, well, me, I was thinking, I was like, how do they, why is there more, how do they forget him again? I was like, is that the premise of the others? Because, yeah, I think he gets, I think on in the um, second one or something, they get so paranoid about losing him or something that they wait for him and he's already got on the plane or something and he ends up in New York or he gets on a different plane. What, like a four-year-old child? How old is he? <laughs> How oh, I think happen? he's about 10. He literally, he's tiny. He's He looks, I was thinking this, some of the things that he does in it, I was like, you're far, you're far too young to be in any way, even have the brain power to think of any of these things. Anyway plot holes but yeah we, we <laughs> don't need to pick apart uh, the <laughs> narrative integrity of her alone but i think we might do but um anyway. <laughs> uh, i also watched polo Ex- express because that's the classic that oh one. yeah you sent me a message yeah i did <laughs> I <was> like, nice <laughs> <laughs> that was literally beautiful like it just it 
destroys me. Where they sing, where they sing, <laughs> just from destroyed by <laughs> But also, it's so funny because it's such a meme now. Like the animation of it is hilarious. Yeah. You would die at it, Emma. Some of the faces that they make. <laughs> like I do love like faces in animation, faces. especially <laughs> in the background. The little kid in it is constantly. His constant emotion is confusion shock horror like he yeah, feels nothing true. else and i relate to it but um yeah that was great and yeah <laughs> that's what i've no, yeah. tried to think. i didn't like polar express much you know when it what? came out but no I, I like it now please thank you before you jump on me <laughs> <laughs> i think i found it quite scary when i was younger yeah i could sort of see it's a bit dark, yeah well there was it? a particular scene in it um when he goes through all the old leftover uh, toys the, and i remember uh, it being really scary puppets. and i watched yeah. it this time and it was literally it was about five seconds long and i was like <laughs> i remember this lasting so long when i was like you're like i want to be just... scared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so proud of you Missy. <laughs> i also i have fond memories of pearl express because i when it came out in the cinema i think i've told you sorry like a thousand times yes, so but i love share it. it to everyone um my mum took me and my twin brother to the cinema the old brids what's it called the brid cinema i, I think the actual cinema is the forum yeah the forum the crappy shit cinema inside which of was like great when i was joyland i think it's called joyland <laughs> Yeah, you Which have to go for all the arcades. Like, and... like a sex shop, potentially, but <laughs> could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and we—I don't know why my other brothers were there, honestly, <laughs> because it was Christmas Eve. But me and my twin brother and my mum watched it, and we ate sausage rolls in the cinema, and it was really cute. So that warms my heart. I know, it really does. <laughs> I was also just discussing. Um, with my housemates because I say sausage rolls so, like sausage rolls like one word like but I say it like drolls sausage rolls not sausage rolls sausage, sausage drolls, rolls. Right. yeah I say the same it's one word in my mind yeah <laughs> yeah definitely in yours but. I didn't realise that till now but yeah sausage roll but I think when I was younger because whenever I used to go to the hairdresser and a kid there's a sausage roll shop down the road so we always just get excited to go because it meant that we got to go to the sausage roll shop for lunch and I can't unhear you say that. <laughs> and so when I was younger, I actually genuinely think that I thought it was sausage roll. Like that's what it was, sausage rolls, not sausage yeah. rolls. I can't even unhear it. Like yeah. So yeah. I I think that about a lot of words and stuff that it took me into adulthood and seeing words written down. Which in reality, do I even read most words? No. Um, to realise I've been <laughs> saying things wrong or that they're two separate words or yeah. something. Because when you're learning language through sound, you just, like, it's a sausage roll, isn't it? Yeah, sausage, sausage roll. roll. <laughs> and then one day you go, oh my god, it's a sausage roll. roll. <laughs> a sausage roll. It's a sausage roll. <laughs> no, it's a sausage roll. <laughs> okay, so, another film I've watched, which... um. Yeah, I'll just, I keep on trying to like introduce it without saying it and I don't know why. Right, the next film I watched was Rock and Roller. Oh yeah. So obviously we watched the beginning of that in film, didn't we? Um, 
Did you we? don't remember that. No, yeah. because I'm right. I've got the, it's Holly's favourite film and she always wanted me to watch it. And I remember getting it on DVD and then the DVD that I got it's from a charity shop didn't work. And so we never, we didn't watch it until, I don't know, we streamed it or something last year. And then, but I didn't reckon, I thought I recognised it from somewhere, but I couldn't place what it Yeah, I remember was. we like sort of annotated the beginning sort of thing. Ah. And weirdly as well, like obviously annotated. I remembered the, Annotate, I don't know. <laughs> um, I remember watching the beginning, but I don't know whether I'd watched this film and fell asleep <laughs> or what. But it was happening, and I was like, "I know this. I know th- I've seen this." But then I had, I was like, "I have not seen this film before." So I was having some weird deja vu whilst watching it, <laughs> but that's not really relevant to the film as a whole i don't think that was ever the intention of the film it's just <laughs> something personal um but yeah i really enjoyed it i thought it was really funny um very like you know that sort of like that gangster style but definitely more on the side of spoof which yeah is more my vibe but then what i also really loved is and i'm not sure how much of a actual um praise this is of the film but it because there were so many like visually kind of i don't know stimulating shots and the way it was filmed was just a bit like i don't know like grabbed me a lot mm. it just made me really excited about filmmaking a lot more about like the way things are lit and how like yeah. you can transition from shot to shot and i don't know i just thought i haven't really felt that about film in a really long time yeah um so it was just real fun yeah. i thought but the, saying that, I'm thinking if I spent so much time thinking about how the camera was moving, is that great for the film? But then again, I found it an enjoyable experience. So, yeah, overall, I'm going to say that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, one thing I have watched The Crown. Have you watched it? Oh, yes. I've... I wanted to talk about The Crown. I'm not all the way through, though, so don't spoil her about it. Yeah, watch the whole thing. Me and Bronte watched, literally, like, we watched two episodes when when we both got, we were on late shift, so we got back from work at half ten. We would watch two episodes after that, and then in the morning, we would get up and watch two episodes, <laughs> one or two episodes hell, before that's work. intense. Yeah, so we literally just had about three days where we just fully living The Crown. I am up to... The one where, and it was quite a fun episode. I felt like enjoyed it, where the queen sees all her four children. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I quite liked. Um, I have a, f- a a few comments on the crown that I am enjoying it. However, I'm in parts really struggling to watch it. Like it's making me feel uncomfortable. What? Because it's with Charles and Diana. Yeah. Their relationship is just it puts me on edge and makes me feel uncomfortable. But also in this, because I haven't watched the third season, I sort of bypassed it. I wasn't interested. Really? Yeah. I and, enjoyed, oh, it was the, good. Well, maybe I'll watch it at some point. But the in this um, season, I've really disliked the royals. Yeah, this series is the first time I've like. There's been times where I'm like, are they serious? Like that dibble dabble ibble bubble. Oh yeah. Day. I was like, are you being serious right now? I was like, <laughs> are you serious? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to pull out like, I'm a taxpayer to this country, but I'm not being funny. If they're sat about playing ibble bibble bobble shibble, <laughs> that's where my half my wage is going. I'm not best pleased, honestly. No. It it 
that was the first time I was like burned down the bloody monarchy. It actually <laughs> made me feel sick. I was like, you can't I know. Be oh, it's right the now. way as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of Margaret Thatcher, but when no, but she, when she went, I felt in sorry there, for her. Yeah, I was like, that whole situation describes how I feel about anything where I have to, where, where you just feel completely surrounded by people who are not like you and who are just mm-hmm. like somehow uh, more like a different class or something and you're just so aware of it and you're like i feel like i'm trash right now and it, like she was sounded so posh to me margaret thatcher in a mm. way and i was like if she feels like this in this Mom. situation oh god yeah <laughs> you just wanted to tell her to fucking hurry up didn't you like get on with it i was like clear your throat or something <laughs> she, that, i've <laughs> seen this tiktok that was like when you go into a dance circle and the only move you know is um margaret thatcher's bow from the crown because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like she gets down onto the bloody floor and just, Mom. <laughs> oh, christ <laughs> oh that's Too much. so funny yeah, um, I found I found it almost very ludicrous. This series just most of the time finding almost all of the characters insufferable. Yeah, but I can't stop watching it. Yeah, and I'm also the other night it must have been like Saturday night or something. I'd had a few wines, and what was I doing as I was in bed? I was like burn sl- <laughs> sloshing my hand. I was like pictures of. Uh, Camilla Parker Bowles young Charles <laughs> and Ty and I was like looking at all the photos because I'm like I was like oh they annoy me so much and then I'm like I want to know more and more <laughs> and more it's so weird yeah, I know also like the girl who plays Lady Di though like oh incredible so good called Emma the freaking accent though like it's so her voice is so like they're alright Charles have you seen the thing on um, Graham Norton? Oh yeah, they do the when, yeah. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then uh, Charles with his cufflink, cufflink pocket square yeah. Nazi salute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, no, it's good. I, I honestly, the the acting is so impressive. So yeah, um, I love Josh O'Connor so much. Fancy him also, Charles. I struggle to f- fancy anything remotely resembling Charles. Yeah. I think um, if you watch season three, it would have been better because actually, I mean, I, so before watching The Crown, didn't really like Charles anyway. I thought he was a bit of a stuffy and obviously did all the stuff with Diana, whatever. And then I watched season three when he's young, growing up and then blah, blah, blah. It really redeems him so much and you feel so... I remember feeling so heartbroken for him and like how, like what they always say, wretched, feel wretched, how wretched he must have felt. Like he just like wanted his mum to love him basically. I've she seen the ones where doesn't. he's in um, Scotland where he gets sent to the school. Wales. A uh, Wales. Because <laughs> I did, I really felt like I was yeah. like, oh, poor child. I was like, no wonder. Like, yeah. And, but then now i was like god you insufferable arsehole i was like yeah. just the way ugh. like there was that nice moment in australia with them oh, do you know one thing i actually loved uh, from the crown is when Anne goes, uh what she that one time i told them to naff up <laughs> yeah. and i was like 
she and my parents were like oh yeah that was big news when she told them to naff off i was like she didn't say naff off did she like yes that's what she said i was like i thought she was like paraphrasing like the fact she told them to piss off or something no she quite like literally gone naff off (laughs) what absolute sacrilege (laughs) it's just so funny i have a final um little sort of recommendation for a bit of light-hearted fun i don't know if you've seen it i do um, like light-hearted fun so and it's about one of our favorite people so i don't know if you saw um jimmy fallon put no. a video on in uh, youtube and he he's basically done a spoof of um harry styles answering 73 questions with berg and where he is harry styles and it's just so funny like it's not like he does this terrible english accent which just adds jimmy to it but kimmel or jimmy fallon Jilly, jimmy fallon <laughs> jilly fallon <laughs> i don't like him oh well it's really funny so maybe you will afterwards <laughs> and he just answers all the questions really funny like obviously it's a little comedy sketch i don't know what <laughs> did he say he's like um what are you up to and he's like oh i've just been like petting um this little ladybird um that i stepped on but don't worry it's gonna be um the drummer on my new album so my <laughs> friends now it's just stuff like that it's real funny uh, just it cracked me right up so if you want a bit of uh, a pa ha ha uh check it out just on youtube right enough chat <laughs> time for more chat on something else um so <laughs> Basically, what we're going to talk about today is all about crimber shopping. Um, mm. Missy, have you done much Christmas shopping yet? E- well, yes, but not in the conventional sense. Ah, exciting. Well, <laughs> I'm sure we'll squeeze a bit more information out from you there, Missy. I really but- hope that no, none of my family or anybody's listening <laughs> they won't well be you can sure, you so. can sort of like allude to things if you want to no, or I'm, just tell I'll the just people say it outright not to watch it because uh. they won't listen i can uh. assure you <laughs> right now say it outright because i don't withhold truth <laughs> right um so what we sort of wanted to talk about or what i haven't really briefed you on this mizzy what i wanted mm. to talk about here is sort of how you can shop for christmas well because first of all i guess christmas in its basic form is of well one it's like a whole christian tradition which we've all sort of in the western world taken on whether we're christian or not but it's hard it's sort of about a lot of things isn't it about spending time with family but one of the biggest things in turn is the giving presents yeah and (laughs) it's turned into basically a massive commercialized thing not only really with buying presents but also like um decorations bloody like Mm. and it's not just trees anymore it's everywhere but yeah that's the whole thing but obviously buying presents is a really nice way of showing people you care and i i personally really like giving presents but obviously with um the environment being uh something that a lot of us are conscious of at the moment amongst other things i think it's a really sort of pivotal time to choose how you buy your presents and how the way you buy presents is sort of a political choice you can um sort of 
vote for the things you want support the people you want to support via how you're spending your money especially around christmas when you're spending maybe more money than you would do in retail and stuff like that um but i did want to i feel like i've done a huge spiel sort of preface (laughs) this by saying these are sort of personal ways you can make a small difference but i do I, th- I think I always want to be careful when we're talking about stuff like this that to not sound just like stupid basically that this is a much wider issue and that obviously even within like massive companies that maybe aren't the best things to support they do employ other people so it is it's like a huge issue that is like multifaceted so this isn't like the one and only solution but it is we're going to share a few nice ways you can shop um that maybe align more yeah align with you more sustainably and stuff like that um which i thought would be fun yeah so i've got a few ideas i don't know if you have mizzy do you want me to just go through my yeah. little things and you can comment we can chat yeah. around those things so the first one the first present you can buy someone is drum roll please no present <laughs> <sighs> which sounds horrible but that's not it's not really what i mean basically i'm thinking more like an experience that you can buy for someone um which is harder now obviously because we're in covid times and experiences are limited to nothing (laughs) well nothing currently yes um except from your supermarket trip so maybe you could buy someone a voucher for morrison's no um, (laughs) hopefully next year we're going to be coming out of lockdown to some degree so um you could buy someone something for in the future such as well one of the things i was going to say is that this is a good time to also in terms of experiences support things you want to see after covid has run its course so maybe it's a good time to buy someone a concert ticket for in the future or a subscription to a magazine that you want to that they and you want to see carry on because i know you mizzy have what's the subscription you have for um so young magazine yeah so like things like that that it's like a gift that keeps on giving i guess Mm -hmm. or whatever but it's also supporting something you maybe want to see in the future um i don't know do you have any like experience gifts that you've ever given or um i'm trying to well, we we got my mum for her. I think it was for her birthday though last year. A um, annual thing to go to the national any national trust like yeah thingy mobile. But actually, she hasn't been able to use it because the whole year it's been oh. coronavirus. So I think it's been extended though. Yeah, well that's good. you'd hope. But yeah, <laughs> otherwise that was a waste of money. But <laughs> um. I like my friends for my birthday last year got me tickets to go see the 1975 and that was yeah epic so I think for especially for a particular sort of person those presents are the best as well it gives you something to look forward to it's so fun like mm. and there's often well I think now a lot of more people have a lot more disposable income of their own than probably they ever did in the past so buying someone a present like most people already have almost everything they want Mm. do you know what i mean so buying something for someone that you can share with them like a concert ticket yeah it's like giving a gift to yourself too 
yeah <laughs> in, a, in a selfish way get yourself you get a some out of it too, you know. and your birth going <laughs> so it's nice but yeah I, I think the knock-on effect with a lot of those things is especially during covid that you supporting them now is gonna help the future of that industry as well yeah. which if it's something you feel really strongly about and you know that other person does that's really nice like even as much as like buying i know this is an actual gift but say a record or a cd or something from a band you really like you know that's gonna extend the longevity of that band or whatever and yeah it's just i think a gift that is i don't know it's it's a gift for them but also a helpful gift in another way and i think that's nice and i think the other person will probably feel good about knowing that something they love is being helped out yeah also and then the next uh, uh, area of gifts i've put down is a tangible gift which i always think again is good for people who have everything already um so i'm thinking food gifts Mm. food gifts are overlooked because you spent a whole childhood of being bought like i would on christmas day open probably like 20 of the selection are they called selection boxes i'm like that's too much chocolate for one person not just one person one child i'm like (laughs) five what am i gonna do with all these selection boxes and i think for the rest of our lives we've all been scarred by the selection box basically well, However. my birthday is just before Christmas, Emma. How many freaking chocolate gifts do you think I got in that too week? Too many, yeah. too many. <laughs> this is where going vegan has been a godsend. Because mm. people go, oh, I don't know what to get. I can't get <laughs> a selection box. I don't know what to get. And I'm like... Let me get some nutritional yeast. Yeah. Well, I think, don't get me anything, frankly. But what... <laughs> no. But what it's really nice is for, like... Um, especially someone who is a foodie, whatever get a little more of a thoughtful food gift maybe not the selection box because as we've all heard selection boxes are shit um but like you could hand you could make it homemade which is always nice very cheap also Mm. love that um or support like a local business or something if people are conscious about like consumerism getting all that stuff at christmas can be a bit of a like i don't not really what they want so having something that they can eat or use up like bath gifts and stuff like that from a brand Useful that gifts, is yeah yeah is good <laughs> i said that to my mum this year when she was asking what i want i was like i want all that standard adult stuff where you get like shower gel <laughs> whatever because yeah when i have to buy that I find it really annoying when I have... Because I always seem to run out of all of that sort of stuff at the same time. So then I'm oh like, God, yeah. I've got to buy... I've got to buy all of these things that I need to use and it's going to cost me a lot of money. I have to have it and I resent it because I have to have it. Yeah. And yeah, so... Especially if you know what sort of stuff someone uses, say like skincare stuff. Yeah. It's actually... It's a nice gift to get someone something like that so they don't have to buy it out of their wage packet. But you know they're going to use it, tie it up in a bow. It's really nice. And it's also not something cluttering up their house either. It's something they'll get through because it's useful. I think the more people are becoming eco-conscious, the less people are happy to receive. And I don't know if this is everyone. I feel this way, so I'm just going to talk on my behalf now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm less happy to re- receive gifts that I just don't want. 
And I know that sounds really harsh, but like when you get given, for example, a pair of brightly coloured socks that are not very good quality, <laughs> like I get so angry because I'm like, I'm seething on Christmas morning. Because I'm like, <laughs> what do I do with these socks? Because I'll wear a black pair of socks happily. I like my basic colours. I especially like a sports sock. I, I, I do enjoy a sock, but a particular kind of sock. This Christmas themed very specific sock neon sock that is paper thin, I have no use for. And then what proceeds after that is I go, how can I, what am I supposed to do with it? So can I dispose of it responsibly? Like, what is this? It becomes a burden <laughs> to me. So the tangible gift is perfect. No socks forever this Christmas. Yeah, the socks last forever. The tangible gift, some homemade cookies. They're gone in a second. The shower gel you've enjoyed. bought me. Yeah. The shower gel you've bought me. I've used it. That's so <laughs> useful. Thank you. So <laughs> the tangible gift, a winner. Mm. My third section <laughs> is secondhand gifts. <laughs> Which is a personal favourite of mine. I love buying secondhand. Um, so I've got a few ideas for you on this one. A few realms you can buy secondhand. Is this a whole thing? A specific Christmas guidance gift for when I get you a Christmas present ever? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually <laughs> This just, whole podcast is tailored I'm just to sending sure this I out to everyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got Depop, charity shops if they're open soon. Fingers crossed. Etsy, eBay. Oh, and this is another little added extra. I thought in terms of secondhand, like re-gifting is a bit of a funny topic, obviously, because it's like giving away something you don't want. Is the other person going to want it? Yeah. Like, it's a bit of a funny thing. But I think if you've liked a book and you think someone else will like it, wrap it up and give it to them. Yeah. You don't have to buy a new one for them if you're finished with it. Just the idea of something having a second life I just love, I think it, the circular consumerism idea, I think is just the most sustainable and most accessible to everyone. And I just really love it. And I think it's a great way to buy most things you would buy someone normally for Christmas in a more sustainable way and cheaper way. Mm. I also think like, like with the book thing, like I get why you want to keep it because it can be like kind of sentimental sometimes, but. But when you think about, if you're not going to read it again, probably, then it's just sat there, unread, unloved, dying to be read by somebody else. See, (laughs) I've started buying, like, actual books again, because I've got a Kindle, because I really like the idea of passing them on to other people, not just Mm. for, like, I've uh, given my mum high fidelity to read, um, not always as a present, but just like passing them around people you know. And I mean, you can get it back at some point if you really want it. But yeah, I think sharing is caring. So even a Christmas gift could be something you've really liked and you think that other person will like. And if you're done with it... Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I think there's... For a long time, people have been a bit um, precious about present giving, about like etiquette around present giving like it needs to be new it needs to be a certain amount of money oh, like God. for certain things i think that just needs to be like absolutely abolished yeah <laughs> just the sentiment is everything isn't it in present giving yeah i cannot understand this thing when people want to find out how much 
people have spent on them just so that they can match it kind of thing and i'm like it isn't the expense it's the thought of the present like it's not yeah Mm. yeah get your head out of the gutter (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to know what what i've been doing this year yeah please so well first of all been getting crafty i yes have... love that <laughs> i'm sewing some stockings because i've never had a stocking before in mm. my life and i was always used to beg my mum for a stocking when i was a kid and it was probably because she was like fuck this not like can't be afforded to get my four kids another lot of presents so i'm just yeah. not gonna pretend they those don't exist anyway i didn't have i don't think stockings are very like uk centric mm. i never had one. Oh, okay yeah, I thought I feel everyone like it had is, them. No, I think it's just extra little gifts that no one needs, really. Yeah, I think that. But I also think it's quite nice with, with like, some of the things... So, basically, I'm sewing them for all my family. And then mm. I'm going to put, like, things like homemade cookies or something in. Yeah, that's, that's nice. So Or, like, some candles. Like, yeah, things that people will use and like. but like A tangible things. gift. And then they can keep the stocking. And then mm. you can have that every year at christmas and i've made it and it's all patchwork and cute i'm saying this but i've got to get through like eight because i want to make one for myself as well so (laughs) i've so far started one and that's that's as far as i've got so well we'll see how that goes but i've also told my mum about it so now i definitely have to do it oh my god the pressure well at least you've sort of made yourself accountable there yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but also the other thing that I'm doing for my presence this year is because sometimes also it's hard to think about what you what people want like individual especially like with family I think sometimes if you're not around them a lot like I don't see my me and my brothers and stuff haven't lived together for quite a while and also boys are impossible to buy for like I swear to god like what do they like they don't like anything so <laughs> um (laughs) i don't know i find it really like there's a lot of conscious effort you have to even just make to just even think about what they want never mind find it and buy it (laughs) and wrap it and all this like it can be a lot if you don't know you just know you've been thinking about (laughs) that should be your present i've wrapped my brain (laughs) we were discussing secret santa actually because i'm doing secret santa with my friends and they um my friend holly was like yeah i'm gonna have to like sit down for a week just to think about it because you need that time to just think you need like a good like week of thinking and i was just imagining them all sat in their rooms locked doors like scribbling with paper like no fuck this they don't want that and like taking time off work because they're like no i've got to have this time to think about this present but it does feel like that sometimes don't they but sometimes no exactly and if you're a busy person, like, I don't know. And there's a lot of people. I have a big family. Like, there's a lot of people you've got to individually think of. Like, so I've eliminated that whole thing this year. I'm getting everybody the same thing, which sounds impersonal. But what I'm doing is I'm buying them an adopt an animal thing from the WWF, mm. right? Which is an experience and helping a cause that you yeah, exactly. want to succeed Ooh, i just punched my microphone so <laughs> in excitement <A> bit harsh <laughs> <laughs> um but i remember when i was a kid my mum 
got me and my brothers she adopted us all an animal and so like well actually she did it from a place called born free which is a bit similar to the wwf but i think it's a bit smaller and it, it specifically whereas the wwf goes towards more wider conservation generally born free is it looks after your specific animal so you uh, it's more personal in the sense that you get like the name so i had a moon bear called Ginny. And you get I like have a little. No idea what a moon bear. They're is. so cute, Emma. They're like, they're like black with like white bits on the Shall face. I look it up? Yeah, um, and I remember my my twin brother had a a chimpanzee called Chinamuka or something like that, and I found found Chinamuka again. So that's what Shannon's getting this year. <laughs> oh, listening. that's so cute. I know because he lost Chinamuka in Wales on our. On our um, school trip in primary school, our Do you mean like the... Um, the teddy. You see, you get a soft yeah. toy. <laughs> and you just left the, left the wild <laughs> animal in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> the Welsh have like got this folklore of... <laughs> Chinabuka. <Yeah. laughs> um, so you get a, a soft toy and then you get like a little pack about, about your animal. And then they give you like email or postal updates about about how your animal's doing and what your money's going to us. So what I'm doing is a subscription for a year and I'm going to pay for everybody's. You can pay whatever you want. You can do in a one-off amount or you can do, I think it's minimum £3 a month. So I'm paying £3 a month for everybody's thing. It means that I'm spreading the cost over the full mm-hmm. year. I mean, it's still... Because I have getting it for like eight people. Because I can get one for myself, so obviously. No, I want it to. So, but so it means that it'd be about like thirty quid a month or something like that. Mm. But I'm like, I know, but I feel good about that because that's going to charity. Yeah. And I know, and I'm like, they can't say that they don't like that present because I'm like, it's charity. So <laughs> if they do, they're bad people. Exactly. So, so you've really that's a loophole, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've really thought about this. So I really hope. I just remembered that Abe listens to the podcast, so he probably knows. What well, we'll getting, tell but... Abe not to listen to this one. Yeah. <laughs> Send him a message. Yeah. Thanks for the support, Abe. <laughs> but you're not listening, so <laughs> click off. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what I'm doing this year for my family. So and oh, but because it's still for me, for my family, it has a little bit of of thought in there in the sense of it's something that we did when we were kids, and mm-hmm. so it's like a hard fact to that nostalgic time, you know. Yeah. But bringing it back and. Mm, yeah, pretty chuffed with it, to be honest. Yeah, that's really cute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you look very pleased, Missy. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I've yeah. just got two other little suggestions, and they sort of go hand in hand, so we'll tie them up together, because mm. we don't want to ramble like I like to ramble. <laughs> so, it's basically, like, deciding to buy from, if you're going to buy new, um, is to try and buy from a small business or a sustainable brand basically but i do love small businesses i'm they're everywhere on instagram i know you've bought from a lot of like small businesses through summer and stuff so i feel like lockdown really was like the especially the first one brought a lot of small businesses to light for me and it's a really like cute community going on over on instagram if you follow them all um and you can always find them on Etsy and stuff like that. There's just lots of people who are independently making things from literally the bedrooms. Yeah. Um, 
which I just it's so nice it's supporting someone like in a very artistic creative sense which I think is really nice also it's very unique and that's usually on the more expensive end so like second hand is also good if you like aiming for cheaper but I just think it is a really nice gift and often you can get them sort of like customized as well for that person like you got us those keychains yeah didn't you that were really cool yeah so I got what they were like the Spotify um thing that you scan to get a song printed out on a keychain although mine is broken now Yes, I um all of them I've, are broken. Everybody's yeah. Broke. I re got the because <laughs> it'd been broken off my thing for ages. So I put them all back on, and I've I've actually lost the Spotify bit now, which oh, is no. devastating. I mean, Tragic. it it was bound to happen because mm. they always fall off. But yeah. I usually find them. <laughs> I just didn't. Do you know? I dropped mine outside of Seoul Plaza one day before work and then I was like devastated because I was like fuck I can't find it and the next day it's there and I was like yes no one wanted it (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah and then obviously uh, yeah sustainable brands and maybe this is a good time especially for your eco-conscious friend or someone who wants to be a bit more sustainable I'm trying to think of some that we can recommend shall like whatever that so I got some the Instagram handle of this girl's called Semi Sun Dried Tomato. Uh, they have a t-shirt. Yeah, I got so I got a t-shirt where basically she'll draw anything on a t-shirt that you want, but it just looks pretty fucking cool. And I got mine was uh, Call Me by Your Name, a scene from that. And then I also got one with a Guinness on and a Fontaine's quote. <laughs> um, but yeah, and she does like tote bags, t-shirts, jumpers, and pretty cheap as well I'm, i think the t-shirts were she did a deal because i got three because i got gave one as a gift to um my brother's girlfriend of she drew some like whippets on that and really colorful and cute and it's like that kind of weird drawing you know mm. like a bit kooky um and i think she has tote bags and stuff for like a tenner or 12 quid or tote something, bag, which is good. amazing gift yeah always useful um well, I've got one particular small business that I'm obsessed with, but I know she's finished like her orders before Christmas, but I'm going to shout her out anyway. And it's M Jolly um, on Instagram, she is. And that's where I get all, you know, my crochet bags. Yeah. Oh, I, I love them so much. I've got a um, like sand colored medium sized one and a mini, like a little tiny shoulder bag. It's so cute um, in like a green eucalyptus color. Her stuff is super cool. And she does like earrings and stuff as well. Um, and that's she also she hand makes them all obviously but then the yarn she makes them from is recycled as well where she sources it from which Mm -hmm. is just so mega cool and the big companies aren't even just like trying with that and it's just it's really nice that someone in such a small way is doing something so cool yeah I love it and then another one that's a bit more new to me um, which a girl who actually she doesn't work at my work anymore but she did in a sort of half note anyway she is doing some really cool um drawing like prints that she draws and it's a mixture of like fruity lime and lemon thing which i love is really nice and also some cool body oh my god body positivity ones where she does like female bodies which super hot Uh, (laughs) and it's called lemon and lime designs and that's on etsy and she's like still ordering and stuff and that's really nice but there's like literally 
when you get down the small business little rabbit hole on Instagram, yeah, there's well, millions. Even like we just had our podcast cover illustrated by uh, yeah, an course. illustrator, um, and she has an Etsy shop where she, I think, she's selling like Christmas cards and little gift tags. I think um, you can see it on our Instagram podcast page. Yeah, she's called Alexandra Illustration. Illustration. Yeah. Yes. Big and fan of the podcast artwork. Probably yeah. doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any... Oh, do you know what's a good one, actually? the um, In Brit, the Clade Projects thing. Yeah. Um, if you I live actually, local I... to Drift, Brit. But you can order it from anywhere. Yeah, well, I ordered plants and plant pots from there, and they're beautiful, so... Yeah, I've actually... My brother's next door. I've got him a plant for his room from there. Um, (laughs) It's one of the um, air purifying ones, because I always go through and it stinks in here. (laughs) Um, So I thought that would be nice and add a bit of greenery to his room. Yeah. That's Clade Projects. Yeah. And they're very nice there. They also do t-shirt, like, clothes, and then, like, they have, like, Scandinavian mugs and stuff. I don't know. I keep seeing that on Instagram, and I'm like, what is yeah. this? They look really strange, but cool, like, and it's yeah, all sustainable, cool and, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, what I was going to say before is, like, they sell a lot of, like, um, water bottles and turt bags and stuff, and this is probably a good time if you like wondering what to get someone and they are sort of eco-friendly vibes that's what they're sort of striving for get them like the reusable water bottle the turt bag the sort of stuff that is really good to like that reusable stuff that people want but is sort of like you have to shell out Mm. 20 quid or something get them that like it's useful and it's fun get them a nice one yeah like from somewhere like that i also i have like a my hydro fast which i love chili bottles are really cool stuff yeah. like that um there's <laughs> i did have you ever you know grace beverly grace fit yeah um she's got her fitness brand tala that's all sustainable that's really good like for more do you um, know what's also a good idea if um obviously this is only providing it might not work this year because of coronavirus but like markets they always have cute little mm. like stalls and stuff. Like before lockdown, I went to a market in somewhere outside of Oxford, and they I got a really nice scarf, and it was only ten quid, and it's like proper good quality, really nice. And I was like, if you go to a shop, even like a supermarket or something where they do clothes, a scarf is like fifteen quid. They're always so expensive and they're crap. Like mm. so, it's that too. Yeah. Well, actually, a lot of well not a lot but i have seen definitely that a few of the christmas markets that obviously aren't going on now are doing sort of an online thing yeah. where it's linking to a lot of the original sellers and a lot of them are small businesses doing things and a they lot need more handmade yeah so it's a good place to check out if you're wanting christmas gifts um and i think they always give you a bit of inspiration as well mm. and it's unique as well like you won't get a gift for some it's not you'd have to worry about them getting it from somebody else or whatever and that's something that they'll probably cherish more because it's not something that they can get anywhere else there's just i think it's nice to know there are so many routes you can go down if you are wanting to go about the christmas shopping period in a way that um 
yeah, he's more eco-friendly and hopefully helps out a few people, especially in this shit time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, check out my Instagram because I might be starting to print art prints, so please buy from me. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Lizzie, I forgot to say, I, re- I was just like went on your website again because I was like, haven't been on in a while. I haven't actually you- updated it. Well, yeah, I but I didn't it. know it was all done up with the whole Mizzy Sutcliffe everywhere. Yeah. Looks sick. <laughs> Thank you. And m- all of Mizzy's new photos she sent me, what, like every single one was the sickest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in the entire world. So yes, <laughs> do check out her website and Thank you. follow her <laughs> and buy all her stuff when they come out as prints. Um, that was just, um, you know, in passing. Obviously, I don't want to force anyone to do anything. Uh, <laughs> But also buy it. <laughs> but also, um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah. We've had a good, good Christmas chatter. Mm. Do you know what? I'm proper in the Christmas spirit this year, and I, I feel yeah, like I am. for quite a few years I haven't really been at all, and I'm really excited this time. And I'm never, I don't even usually think about Christmas at this point. I don't think I usually mm. do that mad like fuck it's Christmas in like two weeks in mid December. Yeah, but we can't <laughs> this year, like. As as me and Mizzy discussed previously, my area out yeah. is in the absolute deepest shit. So I'm not going to be going to the shops to buy Christmas presents. I'm going to have to order everything to yeah. my house. Like, I'm not leaving. Yeah, well, do you know, it's stressful because I'm like, I don't even know what I can do for Christmas this year regarding seeing my family. Because, they. I mean, we have to wait until what the Prime Minister says, but about what you can do over christmas but obviously my mm. me and my family we all literally live in like five different households so yeah spaced apart as well like geographically yeah. quite a lot yeah well fingers crossed for me <laughs> <laughs> but you know those gifts are gonna bring you all together yeah spiritually <laughs> on zoom <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it's gonna be a different christmas but there are, i think um there's definitely way more of that, that Christmas spirit in the air as well. More, yeah, more I back to the roots of like earlier. what it is as well. Because I think because everybody's so distanced from the people that they love, it's become a bit more about that, about just seeing mm. each other rather than the commercial side of it necessarily. Yeah, this will probably be the biggest commercial hit for for Christmas shops stuff this year yeah. ever. So as much as commercialism is not my favorite thing it is the lifeblood of a lot of people so mm. it's worth i guess putting your money where your mouth is in it and supporting yeah. the things you want to see survive if you can obviously it's like yeah you know but yeah we'll wrap this up shall we wrap it up like a christmas present hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a sheep <laughs> yes it was Um, so thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast um we will see you in next week's podcast yeah yeah goodbye maybe yeah (laughs) (laughs) no we will (laughs) yeah okay bye bye